I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep. So I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. The money pit is brought to you by Pergo. Mr. Beans, Lumber Liquidators, and Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. What are you working on this beautiful fall weekend? If it's your Money Pit, we're here to help you with the projects that you'd like to tackle around your house. Give us a call and help yourself first. The number is 888-MONEY-PIT. Or post your question at facebook.com slash Pit because we'd like to help you make that project simpler, faster, and make sure it comes out right every single time. Coming up this hour... October is Energy Awareness Month. We're going to have some easy tips that you can take around your home to reduce energy use and save some money in the process. And also ahead, decorative shutters, they look great and they add curb appeal. But, you know, before there were decorative shutters, there were actually real shutters that were functional and, you know, were there to safeguard your windows in a storm and keep out that harsh sun in the summer. Well, Tom Silva from This Old House is stopping by with steps on how you can get these at your home. And it's not called a green thumb for nothing. If you're looking for ways to help Mother Nature, your yard offers even more eco-friendly opportunities than you may realize. We're going to help you go green with your fall gardening. Plus this hour, we're going to shed some light around your home because we're giving away the brand new Mr. Beams. It's a home safety and security lighting bundle including the new Mr. Beams LED spotlight. It's battery powered and it can light your home for up to a full year. We've got several Mr. Beam products in that package worth over 169 bucks. So give us a call right now we will toss your name in the money pit hard hat and might be sending you that mr beams home safety and security lighting bundle to shed some light on the rest of your house the number is one eight 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 money pit let's get to it leslie who's first nelson in delaware you've got the money pit what's going on well i have asphalt paving uh, actually about 2200 square feet of it wow okay and, uh, I, I just had it put in uh, six weeks ago okay and my question is uh uh, seal coating, uh, do I use uh, a water base or an oil base? I've well, heard. if it's only six weeks old, it, it sounds like it's a little early for you to be seal coating it. It might be that you want to go ahead and just let this go until uh, next year and give it a seal coating either in the spring or the fall then. And at that point, I think the formulations on these have evolved to the point where you can do a really nice job with the latex-based product. And uh, what you want to do is, you know, pick up the seal coat, pick up the tools to apply it with at, at the home center, and then start in one corner and work your way across. But since it's so new, I would let it bake in the sun a little bit. You're going to have a lot of uh, solvents in that material that's going to bake out for a while. So I think it's kind of early for you to seal, to seal it. I think you should just uh, hold off perhaps for about a year uh, and then seal it before maybe we go into the next winter. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. 
That's good. All right. Good luck with that project, Nelson. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we've got Louise on the line who's got some mystery stains on a mailbox. What's going on? Okay. I have a brick mailbox and um, it seems to have salt deposits leaking through the outside of it. Is it in the uh, the way of a, of a lawn sprinkler by any chance? Uh, no, it isn't. Because often what happens if, is if it gets. Uh, groundwater splashed on it, and that can happen if you have sprinklers and wells, uh, a lot of mineral salts in there that will dry and, and basically adhere to the outside. You know, what, what's happening here is you, you are seeing some sort of mineral deposits, and you're going to have to clean it. And the best way to clean it, believe it or not, is to mix up a vinegar and water solution, because vinegar melts the salts. Wow. So you can, you know, mix them up in a bucket, splash it down, you know, with a nice uh, soft bristle brush, scrub it, and that should make those disappear. They may come back. Uh, but the other thing that you could think about doing once it gets nice and dry and clean is to apply a masonry sealer to it. And if you use a silicone-based masonry sealer, you want to get one that's vapor permeable so it doesn't trap the water underneath the sealer surface and so lets it breathe and stops it from cracking and chipping. Uh, but that should uh, slow down uh, the showing up of, of any additional salt stains. Well, thank you so, so much. I'll do that. All right, Louise, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Time to tackle a decking question with Justin in Iowa. How can we help you? Well, one year ago, I moved into a new house, and uh, the deck was just put on the previous year. And right before the owner put it on the market, he stained it with, I think, a semi-transparent stain. Okay. So far, so good. I I would like to use a solid color stain, if I could, to redo it. So I'm not sure... Can I do that because there's already a stain on there? Um, and in fact, solid color um, is a good choice. We typically do recommend that because it has more pigment and it tends to last longer. So you want to make sure that you clean the deck very well because we want to make sure there's no moss, mildew, or algae attaching to that deck. Let it dry equally well, and then you can apply the solid color stain right on top of the semi-transparent stain. Sounds easy enough. I really appreciate it. You got it, Justin. Good luck with that project. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Hey, guys, we're in mid-October. Woohoo! Are you decorating for the Halloween holiday? Are you getting your house buttoned up for the cool weather ahead? Whatever you are working on, we are here to give a hand at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, October is Energy Awareness Month. So if you're looking for some ways to save money on your energy bills, we'll have do-it-yourself home energy upgrades next. You live in a money pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. 
That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Standing by to help with your home improvement projects at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Also standing by to give away a fantastic set of products from Mr. Beams. We've got the Home Safety and Security Lighting Bundle uh, going out to one lucky caller drawn at random from those that reach us for today's show. And it includes the Mr. Beams LED Spotlight, which is a pretty cool product. It's very bright, 200 lumens of motion-activated light, and it's battery-powered. I think it's so cool that Mr. Beams has figured out the technology it takes to actually have a battery-powered spotlight. That is so great because this way you don't have to run a wire for it. You can basically just use the light hanging on the wall, and you're good to go. Um, This can actually provide about one year's worth of light with average use of 8 to 10 activations a day. It allows for wireless installation anywhere around the home so you can increase your security, including areas like sheds and garages or doorways. It's got a reflector face, which is kind of cool. Gives you a very wide coverage area of about 600 feet. You can get all of the information at MrBeams.com. The Mr. Beams LED spotlight is worth $29.99, but the bundle includes several of Mr. Beams lights for a total value of $169.96. Going out to one caller. Make that you. You want to shed some light on your home improvement projects and your house at the same time, call us at one eight 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 money pit Charlotte and Georgia need some help making some glue go away. <laughs> what happened? Hey, I had a new linoleum laid, and uh, the glue that they used to uh, glue the floor down with, yep. a lot of it got on my floor. And oh I've been using a knife to scrape it off, but I didn't really want to hurt my linoleum. And I was just wondering if there's any any kind of product that I can use to get that glue up. Wow, that's tricky because I, I would be concerned. I mean, there are flooring adhesive removers specifically designed for that type of adhesive, but I would be concerned about its impact on the floor. So I would tell you to search for a flooring adhesive remover, and then I would tell you to, to use it very carefully and watch for any color changes in the flooring. Perhaps even if you have an extra scrap piece of that vinyl, that would be perfect. You can try it out on that. But we want to make sure that it doesn't damage the vinyl in any way, shape, or form. All right, Charlie. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now I've got Scott on the line who needs some help rearranging a door swing. What's going on? Uh, We just bought a new uh, place and in our downstairs bathroom, uh, the door now swings in to the left. Um, but the problem is the light switch is then behind the door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you got to walk in the bathroom, close the door in the dark, fumble with the light switch and turn it on. Yes, that's pretty much it. So I'm just curious if there's a way to switch the handing of the door without you know, replacing the whole casing and everything. Not easily. It's probably easier to run a new light switch on the other side than it is to change out the door. Because, you know, the hole is, is, dr- is drilled where the hole is drilled, and if you were to change the hand, you'd, you'd basically have to uh, you'd have you'd have to put a new hole on the other side. I would think. Sure. Yeah, doors don't flip right and left too easily. You know, unless you're talking about the door in your washing machine that's designed to do that. <laughs> you know, uh, an interior door doesn't doesn't turn very easily. And so I would suggest you just run a new uh, switch on the other side, and you could just put a blank out plate across the one that's there now. Because frankly, nobody's going to see it. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. 
Well, plastic is not a product you would normally associate with energy efficiency, but a lot of types of plastic insulation products can actually help seal your home from the elements. For example, plastic phone gaskets, right? We've talked about these many times in the past because they're cheap. They're pennies apiece, and they prevent air from escaping through the space around electrical outlets and switches that are on outside walls. Installation, pretty easy. Just pull off the outlet cover and fit the pre-cut gaskets right over the opening before you replace the cover. Now, they have gaskets that are shaped for the sort of old-fashioned round plugs and also the newer square plugs. So get the right one, pop it in there, you'll definitely uh, notice a difference right away. Now, a lot of homes tend to get air escaping through the chimney. So if you've got that, a plastic chimney balloon really is an easy way to help prevent that warm air from escaping through your fireplace. Now, the plastic balloon is going to inflate to your chimney, and then that acts like a plug preventing that unwanted airflow. It's really easy to remove when you actually want to use your fireplace. Silicone caulk is another form of plastic that can help. It can help you seal the spaces around your windows and your door frames to reduce airflow. Then, of course, there's plastic spray foam, which can expand to fill cracks and crevices in your home where air can escape. And Tom, like you found out firsthand, plastic spray foam insulation, if you apply it in the attic, that can dramatically decrease a home's year-round energy use. Yeah, that's right, because it's sprayed directly into the gaps that cause the air loss, and it both insulates and seals, delivering a pretty effective way to weatherize both new and existing homes. So lots of ways to use plastic and plastic products to cut your energy bills this upcoming winter. Well, dishwashers are supposed to make your dishes clean, not stinky. Nathan, what's going on? Smell coming from the dishwasher. Uh, change the drain hose, clean up the interior. Uh, still got a smell. Typically, when you get odor from a dishwasher, it's because of, of microbes that are decaying from all the food particles that are in there. And to get rid of that smell, you really need to do a thorough job cleaning it. There's a product called Dishwasher Magic that's very effective. And it's also very easy to use. You put the bottle of Dishwasher Magic in the, in the tray, and then you run the machine. And it's specifically designed to get into all of those nooks and crannies and deal with that type of debris and odor that results from it. And uh, it comes clean in uh, one cycle. Okay. All right. That's all I have. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Nina in Arizona's got a log home that's cracking up. What's going on? My husband and I bought a, a log home, and the out exterior walls on the, on the inside are cracked. The logs are cracked. What can we do to fill that in and make that look better? You can fill them in with, there's various types of wood filler out there that, that you know, can be colored and stained to match that. Um, but I think you're going to be chasing it over and over and over again. So you might want to proceed cautiously. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's really no solution for it? I think you're better off kind of accepting that that's what that's supposed to do. I mean, it's not like finished hardwood furniture or something. You know, it's a log, so it's supposed to have that rustic look to it. Okay, that's what that's kind of what my husband said. So. Oh, you see, you should have listened to him, Nina. <laughs> you just thought he was trying to get out of work, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much. So glad we could solve that spat. <laughs> Heading to Minnesota where it's super chilly. Larry, what is going on with the concrete of your money pit? No cracks. The only cracks I got is in the butter on the on the on the concrete brick wall that goes for the foundation of the house. So the only cracks are in the foundation wall. Is this a block wall or a brick wall? It's a block wall. Eight by twelve. And your question is, can you paint it? Can I paint the butter on there to keep the water from turning to turning to concrete? You know what comes after paint, Larry? Repaint. So probably not the best approach. If you want to try to to stop water infiltration, I would recommend a couple of things. First of all, you want to use a silicone-based 
masonry sealer. Silicone is important uh, because these products are, are vapor permeable, especially in the cold climate of Minnesota. You don't want to seal in moisture that will invariably get into that block wall because it will freeze and start to spall or chip off some of that surface and it'll deteriorate. It won't look very good. So you want to use a silicone sealer. The second thing is you want to do what you can to uh, reduce the amount of moisture that gets on that wall. And a couple of ways to do that. I have very often seen those block walls deteriorated uh, from something as simple as a blocked or misdirected gutter, where the water lands at the, ha- at the foundation perimeter, splashes up, puts that much more water against that wall, which proceeds to freeze and break and crack. And also, when you have a lot of water around the foundation, you get more movement under the footing, and that causes cracks. So anything that you can do to reduce the amount of moisture that's getting that wall by painting a silicone sealer on it, uh, and then by making sure your gutters are clean, your spouts are, dis- dis- are discharging away from the foundation, and that the soil around it slopes back so that you don't have water splashing up there. Does that make sense? Yep. I don't have no, no soil. I got all concrete driveway right up to the foundation. Okay, so you probably, it's, some of the rain probably hits that driveway and splashes up, but I guess there's nothing you can do about that. So then I think the best thing for you to do, Larry, is not paint it because the paint's going to peel. It's going to be an ongoing maintenance challenge for you. I would use a silicone sealer, and I think that will address it. That's right. We're going to give it a shot then. All right. Good luck, Larry. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Diane in South Dakota is on the line with a flooring question. What can we do for you today? Yes, um, we had a problem with uh, trying to put some wood flooring down on our on our floor. We have a modular home over a full basement. And okay. when they delivered the wood and they went to lay it down, they said that our floor was not flat. We had some ridges or bumps on it. Yep. And that they could not put the flooring on because it would pop up and wouldn't hold. Okay. And I'm just wondering if there's any way to rectify that. So what type of subfloor do you have that they were trying to put this uh, new flooring on top of? Is it plywood? It's plywood, yes. Yeah, sure. A good flooring installer would know this, so I'm surprised they didn't tell you what had to happen. But there's a couple of things you can do. There's a carpentry solution, and a carpentry solution may involve, it depends on how far out of whack it is. I mean, they're right. These these new flooring products, um, they have a, a certain range that they're designed to work Uh, within. And if your floor is out of level uh, above that range, then certainly you could have adhesion problems. So there's the carpentry solution might involve working on the floor joist to actually get them to lay down. Sometimes you get um, a joist that is crowned and sort of rises up. There is actually a way to go into the basement, cut that beam in half, put a new solid beam next to it, and bring it down. And that will help it lay down and eliminate that bump. So that's a carpentry solution. And the other solution you can use um, is to apply what's called a floor leveling compound. Now, this is a, um, a liquid, very thick compound that gets um, poured onto the floor, and then it's, it's self-leveling. It'll level, and it'll keep everything nice and flat. And that takes up the dips and the rises in that floor and gives you a very flat surface to work on. Probably not a do-it-yourself project, something I would have somebody do that has some experience with it because it's got to be done right. Then once that dries, the new floor can be laid right on top of it. So there's a carpentry solution, and then there's the floor leveling compound, which is designed exactly for situations like this. Okay, I actually think that we'd probably have to go the carpenter route because I asked them about that product. I said, isn't there some kind of a leveling product that you could 
pour on the floor, and they said it won't, wouldn't work in this situation. Okay, well, I'm not sure why. Um, they probably should be giving you more information on that. And sometimes when a contractor says it won't work, what, what, what they mean to say, that's what comes out of their mouth. But what they're saying is, I really don't want to do it. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. Maybe they didn't want to do it. Don't take that to heart. It may be that it can, in fact, be done. You just don't have the right person involved yet, okay? Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your calling me back. Decorative shutters, they might add some curb appeal to your home, but real shutters, they safeguard your windows from storms. Tom Silva from This Old House is stopping by next with advice on how these can be added to your home. And today's This Old House segment on the Money Pit is brought to you by Lumber Liquidators. With over 400 varieties of bamboo, laminate, wood-look tile, vinyl plank, and hardwood floors for less. Hey, this is Joe Namath. And if you want to move the ball on your home improvement projects, listen to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. On the Money Pit Radio Show, pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And hey, before you seal yourself in for the long winter, now is a good time to think about how to make that air that you'll be breathing a bit healthier. If you keep it healthier, you can keep your family healthier. So the first thing you want to do is think about using filters. Now, a good quality disposable filter on your HVA system can work wonders in cleaning the air. Or even better yet, think about installing a whole house air cleaner, which can take out even virus-sized particles 
chemicals, which could potentially make you really sick. Yeah, you know, here's another thing you can try. Try to keep your home's humidity level at 35 to 40%. Now, most homes' humidity levels are kind of on the low side, only about 25%. But by using a good quality humidifier with a humidistat, you can actually set an appropriate humidity level and then maintain it. Now, here's one of my pet peeves. Have you ever seen somebody use a vacuum and they suck in all the dirt from one end and then promptly shoot it out the back end <laughs> because it doesn't have a good filter or it has a lousy filter in it? So the next time you buy a vacuum, you want to make sure it's a HEPA filter. That's a high-efficiency filter. And it's amazing how much dust the average vacuum cleaner can just pull out from one end and toss right out the other. But if you've got a HEPA filter on it, it's going to only push out really, really clean air. So some easy ways to improve the air quality in your home right before you seal the hatches for the cold weather ahead. Kay in Arkansas is on the line and needs some help changing a wall surface. What's going on, Kay? Well, it is a sturdy home, uh, cinder block, uh, probably just that thick, but it has been bricked on the outside. But the inside, I would just like something a little more pleasant to look at. Okay, that makes sense. So uh, are we talking about a, a basement here? Nope. This is an above ground. It was a, a cabin on the on lake property. So you need a paint that can cover the masonry block walls. Well, a paint or stucco or something that gives it a different texture than a cinder block look. Okay, the process of coating the interior walls isn't as much stucco as it is plastering. So what has to happen is that wall surface has to be covered with a layer of plaster, much in the same way they used to build plaster walls you know, many, many years ago in, in say, the, the 30s or the 40s. In fact, in the late 40s, they used to plaster right over drywall, and that was one of the best wall constructions ever. So those are the options that you have to choose from. Doing the plaster is probably not the job you want to do as your first DIY project, but if you work with a, with a uh, plastering company, somebody who does this every day, they would have the skills to make, make the plaster look nice and smooth, uh, and have an attractive surface without really taking up much space in terms of, you know, it getting too thick. Right, right. Um, well, that's strange. I have plaster walls on my house at home. <laughs> oh, well, maybe they're going to follow you to the new house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, shutters look great and add curb appeal, but most of us have shutters that are purely aesthetic. So real shutters, they're functional, and they can actually help safeguard your windows in a storm and keep out the harsh summer sun. Ah, but how do you install the real deal? We've got expert advice standing by in the form of this old house general contractor, Tom Silva. Welcome, Tommy. Well, thank you. It's nice to be here. And I got to imagine that uh, no one has probably installed more of these in recent times than you guys. Well, I got to say that you hit a real soft point with me because shutters are my pet peeve and I drive around and I see so many shutters installed incorrectly and it drives me crazy. And I drive around with my wife and now she's at the point where she says, oh look, no, those are wrong and those are wrong. <laughs> Only when she wants to annoy you, right? <laughs> but you're right, shutters are a good thing. Years ago they were meant to protect your windows because they didn't have storm windows or insulated glass and storms. You would close them and keep the rain and the wind from, and if you're away, it would close up the house too. But the shutters have to be measured correctly, installed correctly, to fit correctly. So many times people are just using this as an aesthetic, you know, they're, they're fiberglass or some form of plastic and just simply attached to the side of the window to create the allure of shutters. But you're right, they really do have a, a structural uh, and, a, and a weatherproofing function to them if they're built correctly. If they're built correctly. Think about the louver on a shutter. 
If you look at the house and you say, well, there's the shutters, they're on the side of the house, they look all right. Well, they're too far away from the window. They're too high to fit in the opening of the window. You think about the louver when it is shut into the opening. The louver is meant to shed water away from the window. If you take the shutter that you're looking at that's aesthetic, if you turn it and close it into the opening, when it rained, all the rain would drive into the Go window. Right through the louvers. And <laughs> because right the louvers window. are upside down yeah. right from the beginning. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you got to think about the opening of where the window is. That's how the shutter is supposed to fit inside that window opening, not outside the window casing. Now, you're not going to find these in the aisle at the home center, but I presume there's a way that you could order these uh, built to the correct size? Yeah, there are companies that will come out and measure for you. Mm-hmm. They'll, there's all kinds of wood shutters. There are combination fiberglass and PVC shutters that hold up fantastic to the weather. They have shutters that uh, will movable. The louvers are movable or stationary, all different styles and designs, along with hardware also. Now, are there any rules with shutters that make them having to comply with, you know, hurricane resistancy because essentially in their, you know, original usage, they were protecting the windows. But now, even though if they operate, they might just be aesthetic, but still operable. Do they have to comply to those rules? They don't have to. Some manufacturers, I believe, are making them for hurricane proof, but it's it's the hardware that's going to hold them shut mm-hmm. is the real deal. It, uh, and the hardware for shutters are not cheap. Well, shutter, good shutters installed correctly are not cheap anyways. But it's a it's very important to install them correctly. Now, if you are fortunate enough to own a home that has traditional shutters, you need to keep them in good condition. I imagine painting them is especially important since, at least on the side that's usually open against the building, it's very moist, it's very damp, it's very conducive to decay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also you've got to think about what what happens back there. Lots of times birds will nest back there. You'll get bees and yellow jackets uh, basically nesting back there. But I like to take uh, – I have shutters on my house, and I actually pull them away. They're on hinges, take the dogs, spin the dogs, take them out, and then I clean our – uh, behind him yearly with a garden hose. I just spray a garden hose up there, and if I have to take a brush like a, from my car, wash the car with, and I just maybe wash the house and then rinse it off really well. It's good to keep it clean. So Tommy Silva is the only guy in America that he said, hey, what did you do this weekend? I washed my shutters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't do it every weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it is your pet peeve project. It is a pet peeve project, yeah. If shutters are done right, they really do a good job on basically saying something special about that house. Now, Absolutely. if you are going with just the aesthetic fiberglass ones that you're putting on the side to look like a shutter, which you're making a face at me right now, I mean, it annoys me when I see them and you don't take the extra step to put up a hinge or to put yeah. up the fake hardware to at least make it look like it's trying to be something. Well, you've got it. Then if you're going to take the time and you're going to put a shutter <laughs> on that's really not correctly done, you got to get it close enough to the window so that it will swing into the opening, make it half the width of the opening so that when it looks shut, so at least it's sized correctly. Uh, You know, I'm just tempted to say, take that fiberglass shutter and hang it upside down. (laughs) Just to make it right. At least the louvers are right. Yeah. You know what really bugs me about that? We have homes that are sided with vinyl. We take every precaution to make sure everything is watertight. Then they slap the shutters up there and drill six holes right through the vinyl. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. 
If you're going to do it, you've got to drill that hole, put some uh, caulking in the hole before you put the screw in there. Again, water is the enemy. Do it once, do it right, and don't do it again. Tom Silva, the general contractor on TV's This Old House. Great advice. Thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Always a pleasure to be here, guys. All right, you can catch the current season of This Old House and Ask This Old House on PBS. For local listings and step-by-step videos of many common home improvement projects, visit thisoldhouse.com. And Ask This Old House is brought to you on PBS by Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Coming up, are you looking for ways to make your green thumb even greener? We've got easy and unexpected ways to tend to the earth as you're tending to those fall lawn chores just ahead. You live in a body pit. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. You will get the answer to your home improvement question. Plus, this hour, we're giving away a home safety and security lighting bundle by Mr. Beams. And that includes the Mr. Beams LED Spotlight. Now, this features a way brighter light. I'm talking like 200 lumens of motion-activated light. And the coolest part is that it's battery-operated. Each set of your alkaline batteries provides one year of light with, you know, an average use of 8 to 10 activations a day. And it also allows for wireless installation anywhere around your house or your yard. That's going to increase security. You know, you can do it on your shed, your garage, doorways, driveways, porch, whatever. You're going to shed some light in areas that you really need it. And it has a reflector face on it. And it's a really unique design because the reflector face is going to create a wider coverage area of about 600 square feet. And that's going to just light a larger area area. Check out their website. It's mrbeams.com. The LED spotlight is $29.99, but the bundle includes several of the Mr. Beams lighting for a total value of $170. Going out to one lucky caller, join at random, make that you. Pick up the phone and call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Well, this time of year, you're tackling all of those last few chores to close up your garden for the fall. And you might know that doing that is really the best way to make sure your garden comes back nice and strong in the spring. But you may not know that the tools and supplies used for those chores are helping reduce waste. Here's how. Yep. Some lawn and garden tools can actually make your garden greener in more ways than one. A variety of tools and planters and pots and other essentials are now made with recycled plastics to help prevent used plastics from going to waste. Plastic garden tools and equipment from your shovels to your planters are durable and weather resistant so you don't need to replace them often and that leads to less waste. And some garden supplies like plastic pots can often be recycled at hardware stores or in curbside programs. Some garden products also come wrapped in plastic shrink film that can be recycled by returning it to participating store locations. And if you choose composite decking, that's made with recycled plastics and that makes it a durable, attractive, weather resistant option for your backyard decking and it also keeps used plastics out of landfills. We've got more earth-friendly gardening tips online right now at moneypit.com. Heading over to Ohio, Linda's on the line with a window question. What can we do for you? I'm in in an apartment that's supposed to be um, energy efficient, but my heating bills and my air conditioning bills are really high, 
I don't think I can climb up there and put the plastic on the windows anymore. Is there any other way to make it more efficient? It's a real challenge when you're a renter because you're right. There's only limited things that you can do, but there are things that you can do. Now, um, you mentioned putting the plastic on there. I'm not quite sure, um, you know, what you're doing in terms of the plastic, but the shrink film plastic works the best where it essentially covers the whole interior of the window space and then you use a hair dryer once you apply it and it gets really taut and clear. That's one thing that you can do. The second thing is that there is a um, sort of a liquid weather stripping. It's like a weather stripping caulk. And it looks like silicone caulk, right? So what you do with this stuff is you essentially caulk your window shut. You put it in all the places there's gaps. And the nice thing is that in the spring, it remains rubbery and you can kind of grab the edge of it and peel it right away. Now, the only bad thing is this. Whatever window you caulk, you won't be able to open all winter long. So if it's a bedroom window, you can't do it there because you need egress in the event of an emergency. But it works great, especially with really old windows, because it does seal them up, and it's easy to do, and it doesn't damage the windows. It peels right off. Do you have a name, or are you not allowed to say it on the air? There's a, there's a number of different brands of it. I know that Red Devil makes one. I think DAP makes one. And I think there's also a, a, a generic one. Uh, and you ought to be able to find it at the Home Depot. And if it's not on the shelf, I would ask the service desk and describe the product uh, to them. The weather stripping caulk is what you're looking for. And uh, perhaps uh, they'll be able to order it for you. But I have seen it on the store shelves. I'm right in the All right. Well, listen, good luck. I hope that helps you out, Linda. Appreciate you calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. If your dishwasher isn't washing very well, the solution might be an easy DIY project. We'll share that tip next. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. You know, a dishwasher is supposed to wash, right? That's why we buy it. That's the job. But if yours is not quite getting that job done, it might not be getting enough water. A very common problem that causes that is a failure of the water inlet valve. What it does is it brings water from your outside source, and if it's responsible, it's an easy and inexpensive fix. You're gonna find that valve at the bottom of your machine under the access panel. Make sure you turn the power off and the water off before getting to work. Easy DIY repair project that can restore the effectiveness of your dishwasher. All right, once we get your dishwasher working very well at your money pit, go ahead and email us or post us just like Andrew did, who writes, I recently realized that my second floor bathroom exhaust fan simply sends the air from my bathroom straight into my attic. Should I even worry about this? Well, yes, actually you should, Andrew, because let's talk about this. You have warm, moist, humid air and plenty of it that you're driving from the bathroom up into the attic. The attic has insulation that we want to try to keep as dry as possible. Why is that important? Because if it's not dry, if it's damp, it's going to not insulate. So you want to take that uh, bath exhaust 
duct that's going up in the attic and go ahead and carry it the rest of the way, uh, which is out of the house. Now, the best thing to do, um, especially if it's near an exterior wall, like a gable wall, is simple, simply turn it 90 degrees and, and run it out. You could run it straight up to the roof and put in a, an exhaust duct up there uh, and actually drop it out at the roof level. Um, you could also potentially bring it out near a roof vent or near a gable vent, but I would prefer to see you so you put in a proper termination so that that exhaust goes straight outside uh, and it won't let any cold air come back on it. And that's going to really do a good job of drying out that attic space and making it as, as energy efficient as possible. And it can also, by the way, prevent a lot of rot. I have seen those exhaust fans, Leslie, uh, dump moisture right near, say, the, the plywood uh, sheathing on a gable wall or even underneath the roof. And you see that part of the plywood actually delaminate uh, and rot and decay and even the rafter itself. So that moisture can do a lot of damage. You really need to manage it to get it out of that space. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing what it can do. All right, next, Sam in Kentucky writes, I have a 100-year-old house that was rewired five years ago. Now I have random on and off circuits and ceiling fixtures going on in one part of the house. Do you have any idea what's causing this? Uh, Yeah, and that's kind of frightening. If you've got a 100-year-old house, you probably originally had knob and tube wiring. And what I've seen time and time again in the 20 years I spent as a home inspector is that even though people think that their home has been rewired, very often some of those circuits, especially the ones that are hardest to get to, um, are actually the original knob and tube wiring. And it can get pretty scary because that knob and tube wiring at this age is very, very brittle. Uh, It's ungrounded. It's not groundable. It's designed to be air-cooled. So that means if it's running through a wall that has insulation in it, then it could be unsafe. So you definitely need to get a very, very thorough electrical inspection done of your home to determine if you have any of those old circuits that are still live. Uh, If that's the case, they've got to be taken out. But when you have ceiling fixtures going on and off and circuits doing all sorts of weird things, that's an indication of a potentially unsafe situation that absolutely has to be addressed. Yeah, and Sam, while you're doing the electrical work, it's really a good time to think about adding ground fault circuit interrupters. And those go on the outlet themselves. They sort of trip if there's something going on with the circuit. It keeps you and your family from getting shocked. And those should go in areas where there tends to be moisture, you know, like on a kitchen sink area or in a bathroom, even in a garage. And those are hugely helpful. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. We hope that you're enjoying a beautiful fall weekend working on or around your house. If you've got questions that we could not get to today, please call us at 888-MONEY-PIT, and we will call you back the next time we are in the studio. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a body pit.